This is an RNZ podcast. One of several media figures who picked Judith Collins as their preferred National Party leader lately was News Talk ZB's breakfast host, Mike Hosking. A fortnight ago, he endorsed her as the new John Key, like this. And you get the sense that Judith Collins is exactly the same way, and that generally, those traits and qualities, generally lead to a very, very good leader. And my God, do we need some good leaders in um, this time at the moment. Anyway, that is us. Back tomorrow morning at 6. Look forward to your company. Happy days. But last Wednesday, the happy day after Judith Collins became leader the night before, Mike Hosking wasn't on the air to congratulate her in an on-air chat. He was on holiday for a bit. But after 6am on his show, and again after 7, he did appear as a recording saying this. Apology from News Talk ZB to John Tamahiri. On 11 December 2018, News Talk ZB published an item concerning payments that have been made by the North Island Fauna Ora Commissioning Agency, Tepau Matakana. Mike Hosking went on in that apology to say that News Talk ZB accepts that Fano Ora contractor Epo Matakana was entitled to receive the funds from Tipuni Kokiri, the Māori Development Ministry, and there was nothing improper about what it did with that money. So, what was the problem? The way in which the item was worded could have been taken to mean that John Tamahiri personally benefited from the payments. News Talk ZB accepts that John Tamahiri did not benefit personally from the payments and sincerely apologises to John Tamahiri. The ambiguously worded item Mike Hosking spoke of there was a Mike's Minute online video published on the ZB website back in 2018 and on the New Zealand Herald site under the headline 600,000 questions about this Fano order payout. Now, that's no longer online and anything Mike Hosking said about it on air has long since gone out into the ether, along with many other opinions dispensed on the Mike Hosking breakfast by the host over the years. But three days after the initial comments in December 2018, Mike Hosking published a clarification in another Mike's Minute comment on the News Talk ZB website. That was prompted by a lawyer's letter saying John Tamahiri believed Mike Hosking had insinuated that John Tamahiri had improperly received cash from the Crown himself in that transaction. Mike Hosking said he didn't mean that, merely that the money would have been better put back into the Ministry for Social Development for other work, in his opinion. But that clarification didn't help. John Tamahiri sued for defamation, and a High Court judge ruled last September that Mr Tamahiri was entitled to costs from Mike Hosking and the Herald's parent company, NZME. And that apology on air last Wednesday was part of the settlement reached by the two parties. That apology was also read out in court on Wednesday, but not by Mike Hosking, who, as we heard, is on holiday. A lawyer for NZME did it instead on his behalf. But John Tamahiri was there to hear it and to tell reporters outside the court he believed he'd been a victim of racial stereotyping. I mean, what does that mean? Oh, look, I think um, it sends a message to mainstream broadcasters, um, particularly very uh, powerful brands, that sort of racial stereotyping is not right. Um, and because it casts suspicion on all Māori around financial transactions, and it's just not right. John Tamahiri went on to tell reporters all this could have been sorted out for the price of a couple of cold ones. In the early stages of this, I asked his bosses to do it the Kiwi way, and we'd just sit around a table and have a beer, and you can say sorry. No. So, so that didn't happen. So um, the net result is you have to come through this process. There's a, there was a good Kiwi fair way to have sorted this without all this. But the net result of going through the process was an undisclosed financial settlement that will be a net gain to the Māori Party, of which he is now co-leader. No, no, I, um, that's confidential. Um, the whole transactions, uh, financial transactions are confidential. 
what I can say is that um, a contribution of some significance will be made to the Māori Party election campaign, and we can thank Mike Hoskins for that. Okay. Are, you, are, you, are you joking or is that for real? No, that's for real. Thank you. And there's an irony in Mike Hosking's comment ending up boosting the Māori Party's bank balance for the upcoming election campaign. Earlier this year he wrote the party off in another Mike's Minute video for ZB like this. The Māori Party most likely won't get the chance, given they won't get a seat or 5%, there's my call. Though in that comment Mike Hosking went on to say that was a shame. Now, as much as I'd like to be proved wrong, the Maori Party have had their day. And they can dream of forming coalitions with whoever they want, but those coalitions will be in their imaginations, not in our parliament. But Mike has a bit of a record of being proved wrong on what's in his imagination where the Māori Party is concerned at election time. In the run-up to the last one in 2017, he said this on TVNZ's Seven Sharp show. So is the fact that you're, you can't vote for the Māori Party because you're not enrolled in the Māori electorate, so what are you going to do now? I'm joking. I'm like, what are you even talking about? Now, of course, you don't have to be on the Māori roll to vote for the Māori Party if you want to, and TVNZ accepted that that was inaccurate. But Mike Hosking made it worse with his subsequent clarification on the Seven Sharp show, blaming the Māori Party for being confused. What I was suggesting, what I was meaning, was that the Māori Party, as their representation stands, is an electorate party. In other words, they are only in Parliament because they've won an electorate seat. Therefore, what I said in referring to voting for them was to vote for them in a Māori electorate, you had to be on the Māori roll, which is true. Now, the fact that anyone can vote for them as a list party, I automatically assume we all knew, given we've been doing it for 20 years, for goodness sake, and it went without saying. So hopefully that clears all of that up. But unfortunately, Mike was wrong again there. But Radio Watea, the urban Māori station co-founded by John Tamaheres, Tafano o Waipareira, got it right at that time in its news. On Wednesday night, Seven Sharp programme, Mr Hosking said non-Māori could not give their vote to the Māori Party. Last night, he accused the Māori Party of being confused on the issue. He said it was only in Parliament because it won an electorate seat. In fact, the party's 1.4% share of the party vote last election, also got co-leader Marma Fox into Parliament. And the problem here was that Mike Hosking was, at that time, TVNZ's pick to host their live election leaders' debates. Back then, the Māori Party wanted Mike Hosking kicked out of that job. Well, this week, Radio Watea reported the developments under the headline Party Party after Hosking caves on Tamahiri defamation and this short, sharp soundbite. And then I think it's a marvellous result. <laughs> Now, that's not exactly impartial coverage there from Radio Watea, and it's not a great precedent for our democracy if politicians sue the media and then get to put the proceeds into their political parties. But in 2017, when Mike Hosking sounded this warning to his listeners... G'day there, beware the big claim in the game of politics that can come back to bite you in the bum. Three years and one election later, it turns out a big claim has taken a chunk out of Mike's bum and his employers at ZB and the New Zealand Herald, and this time the Māori Party won't mind that much.